and welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is your host, Sarah Hart Unger, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. Today, we are going to talk about meal planning, but first I am going to play a lovely recorded submission from a listener named Hannah, who shares the processes that she and her husband, to some extent, used together to bring planner peace to their family. And I love how she divides her different planning rituals into daily, weekly, monthly, and quintiles. I felt so seen and excited when I saw that or listened to that. So I hope you enjoy this planner peace segment. And then we're going to talk a little bit about meals and meal planning and get into our interview. Here it comes. Hi, Sarah. This is Hannah from Portland, Oregon, and I was inspired by your recent How Sarah Plans Her Life to share my version of how I plan my life and a little planner piece segment. I use a really basic, generic Amazon A5 size paper planner that was probably under $20 and Google Calendar, which I share with my partner as well. So we have all of our events and appointments and important dates on our shared Google Calendar. We also have his call schedule on there and my work schedule so we can easily see who is working when. Since I'm a nurse, my days each week change and he is a resident and so his call schedule changes. As far as my personal planning rhythms, my daily planning ritual is in the morning with my coffee after a few pages of nonfiction. So similar to yours, I pull out my planner and my Google Calendar up on my phone, and I make sure to look and see what I have on the docket for my day. And then I make my daily task list, which I do in my weekly planner from the right-hand side of the page where I've put the to-do list for the week. And then I just kind of divide it up with whatever day I'm able to. And then for my weekly ritual, the beginning of each week, my husband and I sit down together, go over the calendar, go over the childcare, and then we also have a little spreadsheet of each day of the week labeled at the top, and then in each column is tasks that need to be done each day. These are things like making dinner, picking up the kids, doing drop-off, really the day-to-day gritty tasks. And so we go through and divide up who will be doing what on which days based on our schedule. I make my weekly task list for myself in my planner. And then I do my meal planning, which I have a bunch of index card type style cards and a pocket chart like you would see in a classroom. So I'm able to just flip through all of our typical meals on there and then just pop them into the chart. That works really well for me. I also confirm any childcare or appointments or play dates. I do a quick look at our bank account and our finances, make sure payday went through, things like that. I fill out my son's homework log for his school folder and any other random school forms. And I do a Sunday basket inspired sorting all paper, mail, and documents. Then monthly, I book childcare as needed. My husband and I do a budget check-in. And each quintile, thanks to you, make travel and event plans, review my work schedule, plan holidays, and set habits. Thanks so much. This was fun to share. I loved hearing that submission, Hannah. So thank you so much for sending it and keep those submissions coming. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code, PLANS50, to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. 
Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com slash plans50 and use code plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code plans50, P-L-A-N-S 50 at factormeals.com slash plans50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. You are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes in part from Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and this is the perfect gift to treat all the well-deserving moms, moms-to-be, and mother figures in your life. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. Think minimalist and effortless, yet totally refined. This season, I am so into the beautiful dresses that Jenny Kane has on offer. My personal pick and what I'm hoping to wear all season is the Callan dress. I have it in the khaki color and feel like I could literally wear it to anything. And the best part is it's perfect for warm weather, which we have plenty of, but you could also layer it in a chilly air-conditioned space. I also have my eye on the day dress. It's such a classic silhouette. One thing you might not know about Jenny Kane is that they also have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Find your perfect Mother's Day gift or curate your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS, P-L-A-N-S, at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code PLANS. Get yourself and the women in your life the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. As promised, this is an episode on meal planning with an expert in that realm with her own system to share. And I thought I would open up the episode by just talking a little bit about how I have approached my own meal planning over the years. So I believe the first time I ever began meal planning regularly was in co- was not in college, actually. In college, no. It was the opposite of that. And I suffered the consequences by having kind of terrible nutrition and kind of feeling it. But when I went into med school and residency and I met my husband very early on in that process, I kind of learned that if we wanted to have healthy dinners that were affordable and meant that we didn't have to be rushing out to buy some random ingredient on a Wednesday night after a very busy clinical day, that we had better be planning these things in advance. So even early on, I can remember around the time of like 2006, which is when we got married, I had this super cute moleskin notebook in which I would paste recipes from the cooking magazines I liked at the time, which were like cooking light and eating well and 
I don't know what else. And I would tape those in there and then create a shopping list and kind of also put a rating after I had made each thing to say how it went. So even back then we did employ a meal plan. It wasn't until residency though that I got really, really serious about laying out everything we were going to eat for the week, started taking into account when we had calls. So when we'd both be there and making very strategic use of leftovers, which is still a uh, linchpin of our family meal plan. Although sometimes those leftovers end up just getting eaten for lunch. I also did something really, really fun circa, I don't know, 2009, 2010, where I decided to cook through an entire cookbook. And you know what? Doing that makes meal planning really easy because all of the decisions are kind of decided for you, particularly if you decide on some order to go through said cookbook. Now, I certainly don't recommend going through in an order like the salad chapter and then the chicken chapter because that would get really, really monotonous really, really quick. But you could perhaps decide if you had like a seasonal cookbook that you were going to, I don't know, alternate the first recipe in every ingredient section, then the second, then the third, and so on. And I think I did something like that and also some kind of randomness thrown in. But all I made were recipes from this cookbook. The cookbook was Martha Stewart's Great Food Fast. Back then it it was kind of all the rage. I saw it in a lot of places. And I got to say, it is quite a solid cookbook. And then my husband thought it was really funny because at the time, Martha Stewart was in a lot of trouble. And he decided to name my project Due in Time with Martha because she had like gone to jail around that time. But you know what? Martha has a last laugh. She is enjoying her life now, her deep friendship with Snoop Dogg and just having the best time ever. I love Martha. I would cook through another of her cookbooks. All right. This has been a very long tangent. But I currently do a lot of my meal planning using PrepDish, which I've talked about on the podcast, and they are a podcast sponsor. But there are so many other solutions out there as well. And I know that, you know, not one solution works for every listener. So our guest today, Nikita, is from Malta, and she has her own meal planning system that's a little bit different probably influenced a bit by the local cuisine where she is from. And so I thought it would be really fun to share her perspective and her system with you guys as well, just so you can, you know, get another idea for how might one choose to plan family or home meals. And with that, I will launch into the interview with Nikita. I am so excited to welcome Nikita to Best Laid Plans. I've been wanting to have a meal planning expert on for quite some time, and I was struck by her international presence and her system, so I was so excited to have her on. Nikita, can you introduce yourself? Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me on, first of all. It's my pleasure to be here. I am an author, of course, creator, and a membership creator, and a meal planning expert. And what I do is I teach other moms how to prepare meals for their loved ones without the fuss, whilst not compromising on flavor. And I'm also a busy mama of two. We live in our family home in Malta together with my husband. And for the listeners who are not intimately familiar with Malta, as I have to admit, I had to look it up on a map. I feel so ignorant. Tell everybody where Malta is located. Where we're very tiny, so we do understand. (laughs) We are in the Mediterranean Sea, just below Italy. It's a tiny island. We're just half a million people over here. Oh, that is so, so cool. Well, maybe I will have to come visit in person someday because it sounds idyllic and beautiful. Well, on your website and in your bio, you mentioned a journey of going from disorganized to organized. And I'm always fascinated by those stories and kind of like what struck you, what happened. So tell us how that happened and what were some of the tools that kind of got you together, so to speak. 
Oh my goodness, Sarah, life was so messy. This was like over 13 years ago. And I was the complete opposite of what I am today. Like people who know me now don't actually believe me, but I was completely disorganized. And you know how it is when you have kids. It's like you can't really keep up. If you're not organized, you have to be on it. So uh, one night, me and my husband sat down and we said, you know, something has to change. Like we cannot continue like this. And we started little by little. I took it on as a little project of mine. And um, we started, for example, like saying, okay, let's start simplifying our schedule. And then next, let's start decluttering. And we started to feel like it was getting easier little by little. Well, this took years, you know, because we're always learning, developing new skills. But after like 13 plus years where I made that first step, life is completely different to what it was. So it was definitely worth it. And tools wise, I mean, most of it was the me wanting to have a different life because it just wasn't working. We're too stressed out. We're, we felt like we're chasing our, our own tails all the time. Coming home after a long day at work, you know, coming through the front door and wanting to leave again because life was just on my house was a disaster. But I must say that um, things like meal planning, and batch cooking were the main tools that I used because personally, once my meals are sorted and then I, don't, I know that my family are getting fed good food and it's not taking up hours of my day like it used to, I feel better and I can cope with the rest of the stuff. Oh my gosh, I love that. You know, what I also love about that is learning how your struggles sound exactly the same as everybody else I know, and yet you are halfway across the world, literally probably leading a very different lifestyle in some ways, but so similar in others. Well, what made you take a deep dive into meal planning? And what was your first step when you started to think about how to improve that process for your family? It was actually accidental, believe it or not, because um, what happened was, we were making like lunch for, for work for the next day, my husband and I, and something came up and we realized we, we couldn't take it to work because we had been invited to some work thing. And we said, you know what? I think this can go in the freezer. So we actually froze the lunch and come Sunday evening, we took it out again. It was a bit messy, I must admit. <laughs> like we didn't really pack it the way you should. But we were like so happy, you know, to go to work without actually having to prepare lunch on the day. And we came back and we're both thinking the same thing and saying like, you know, I think this could work. Let's try another freezing method. Let's freeze three lunches this time, not one. And in the beginning, you know, we just started planning lunches and um, we started to adopt meal planning because obviously you have to plan if you're going to batch cook. So we started to meal plan for our lunches and eventually we moved on to meal planning the main meal of the day, which for us is dinner. And that's where we started to save huge chunks of time. So that was like our first experimentation and how we became interested in meal planning. And was this when your kids were little or before kids or what kind of era in parenting was it when you kind of figured out these methods? My kids are nine years apart, so there's quite a gap <laughs> between them. And so my, my eldest was three and a half when I decided to do something about it. So at that point, he was a toddler. And by the time my daughter came along, when he was just over nine years old, we're already nicely settled into a routine. So thank goodness, because of course, life with two kids gets much busier. 
No, that totally makes sense. Having a toddler that's all of a sudden everywhere can be an instigator for a lot of creative solutions that we might not have come up with had our lives stayed in the kind of same stable, easy way. Not saying that everyone who doesn't have a toddler has an easy life, but it is a special set of challenges. All right. Well, share with us some of your magical meal planning methods. How does your system work? How do you teach people how to meal plan and what are some of your secrets? So first of all, meal planning it changes as our lifestyle changes and our needs change. And it's perfectly okay to adopt something that's totally different to what I do because we all have different priorities, different lifestyles. We're all in different life stages. For example, in the beginning, as I said, I used to plan lunches, but now I focus on our main meal, which is dinner. This is the way I do things. So there's no right or wrong. For example, if there's a family that gathers at breakfast because maybe the mom works late or the dad works late, You could focus on meal planning for breakfast, which should be, you know, the main meal of the family because that's the time that they're sitting down together. Some people plan for a week. Some people plan for two. Some people plan for a month. My happy medium is two weeks because it's not too short, but it's not too long as well. So it's not overwhelming, but a week can go by so fast. So when I sit down to meal plan, I meal plan for two weeks at a time. My process is also digital. I know you love paper planning. (laughs) I'm more into the digital part of planning, but of course it can be adopted in both methods as well. So what I do is I sit down with my list of favorite family meals, which makes it so much faster. And I will look at our calendar. So I see what's coming up. So during our busiest days, I will assign no cook days. So on the quieter days, I tend to batch cook. And what I do is I will just check what I, what I want to cook and I'll double or triple a meal. I will freeze it and I will have multiple no cooking days every week, which is what makes a huge difference. Because when my daughter, for example, has gymnastics practice and it's a two hour class and we're rushing, all I need to do, you know, I've just taken a pasta bake out of the freezer the evening before it's in my fridge. I just need to cut it up, heat it up in the microwave and we're ready to go. That's it. I have a list of meals as well that I have in my freezer so that when I'm actually meal planning, I can really be careful, you know, about those no cook days. It's like I have like a sort of menu on one side and I'm looking at family favorites on one side, freezer meals on the other at my calendar. And I will just combine a plan depending what works best for the upcoming two weeks. I love it. And you're keeping in mind that on those busy days when you know you won't have as much bandwidth, either you've batched it on another day during that two-week block or maybe even beforehand, or you're pulling something out from the freezer. Yeah. Do you find that that has streamlined your shopping because you've prepared so far in advance? Now, I don't know if shopping in Malta is similar to how we do it in the U.S. I feel like a lot of U.S. shoppers only shop once a week or so. I think some people do like a supplement. We often do like once a week, but then with a supplemental trip in the middle to kind of refill fresh fruits and veggies, which always the fruits especially are just gone because my kids decimate them. But yeah, how does your shopping process kind of adapt around your meal execution plan? It's definitely simplified that and saved me hours as well as a lot of money as well. <laughs> Before I used to meal plan, I used to think about what I'm going to cook in the car. I used to pick up my son from, from childcare, from school, and he wants mommy, and all mommy is thinking about is dinner. And I stop at the shops, you know, it, it takes really long to park here in Malta. We have like traffic problems and parking problems, so it takes me long to park. I drag my son to the supermarket. I end up buying half the supermarket just to keep him happy, because all he wants to do is spend time with me. I go home, I'm feeling guilty. 
I've got my shopping and I'm actually like wasting money because I already have the stuff there. For example, I thought I needed bread, for example, and I already have bread or some other ingredients. So definitely when I'm planning for two weeks, one of the major perks is that I shop. I do like a major shop every two weeks online, but I do those like little shopping stops, like you mentioned, because you need to get like the fresh stuff which I then try and, you know, store wisely so that they last me as long as possible as well. That makes sense. Where do you see families messing up? So I had a, I always love to ask about whenever I hear of any fun method, like what do people do wrong? Where do you see some families kind of slipping up and making meal planning or food prep harder than it needs to be? I think mainly a lot of people really overcomplicate the process. So they either don't meal plan at all or then they decide to meal plan but they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks. And that's just really overwhelming. I don't even do that myself. Planning one meal a day and like rotating the rest of the meals is, I think, the perfect balance. Because I mean, breakfast, you know, like pick three breakfasts. When you're sick of them, just pick another three and just rotate. It's the same thing with lunches and same thing with snacks. And you mentioned fruit as well. We, we do eat a lot of fruit as well. And malta fruit and nuts are like perfect, very good snacks. So if you really focus on that one main meal, I think that a lot of families could find meal planning a lot easier. And same thing goes with like meal prep and batch cooking. They overdo it. If you go onto YouTube, you will find these batch cooking experts who spend like three hours in the kitchen and they cook up like 30 meals, but that's almost impossible to do. It's not very realistic. So someone who's never done it before, you know, would try to do it and would end up with a really messy kitchen, spend six hours instead of three cooking and the mess that you have to deal with after. So I always say, you know, opt for simple, start slow and don't give up, you know, because we all have bad days. It's like you wake up in the morning and you can't, you don't do your bed because it's a busy day. That doesn't mean that you don't do it the next day. You know, you just get up the next day and you do it. And same goes for me planning. I love it. Let's pivot to food because food talk is always fun and we don't get a lot of that on Best Laid Plans. We're too busy talking about papers and pens, but I love food and I'm guessing that you do as well. And I'm also sort of interested to hear what the cuisine is like. So can you share some of your favorite go-to fall dishes? Oh my gosh, I love food as well. So we are very influenced by Italy over here because we are very close, but we love to experiment with all kinds of dishes and I'm trying new dishes every week as well. It's a hard question because it's hard to choose favorites. But during fall, which is typically, you know, the weather is getting cooler in Malta. I think one of our family favorites is the classic beef stew, which is really simple to put together. You know, like my seven-year-old could just follow the instructions and put it together herself. And it is so delicious. And another favorite would, that favorite would be my bolognese sauce, which is actually my grandma's recipe. And the lovely thing about bolognese sauce is it's an all year rounder. So basically you can adapt it to different dishes according to different time of, times of year. And um, typically, you know, we all, we've all heard of spaghetti bolognese, but here in Malta, we have a special dish that we call timpana, which is basically um, like penne pasta with the bolognese sauce and it's encased in pastry and it's just delicious. And it freezes so well. And you can make little portions as well. Like, for example, like mini pies for the kids, for the lunch boxes. That's, that's a favorite, you know. And all the members inside our meal planning program just love this recipe. And we batch cook it very regularly. 
what else? So soups, of course, like you can put them in the crock pot. They cook really fast. You can make a huge batch. One favorite of ours is the chicken enchilada soup, which is so warming and lovely. And it tastes just like enchiladas, you know, but it's a more like wintry version. And I must say as well, tray bakes, because they're, again, simple to put together. And you can do so many variations. You just line up the vegetables and the potatoes and the meat, and you can let them cook while you help the kids do their homework or catch up on the laundry or whatever chores you have for the day. I love those. I usually hear them referred to as sheet pan meals, but oh my gosh, that's my favorite. Just like line it all up, roast it. It'll probably turn out okay. And it kind of always does. Drizzle some sauce on there. Oh, so good. Oh, I love it. Well, tell listeners about your programs and kind of how it works. And I heard you have a special code for the listeners if they'd like to try your recipes and your system out. So I would love it if you shared it. Definitely. So our meal planning membership program is called the dinner plan. And the dinner plan is designed for busy moms who either cannot meal plan because they find it hard or else even for moms who have tried it, but they can't keep up week after week because let's face it, it it is. It does take quite a bit of planning, you know, to set up the meal plan every week and the shopping list, as you mentioned, etc. So if you want to cook easy, family-approved recipes and get them done in the least time possible, and benefit from no cook days as well, I think that you would be a perfect fit for our meal planning program. I provide everything that anyone would need from the recipes, which are also nutritionist approved, to the shopping lists, which are itemized, and you can get like the Google Drive version or the PDF version, and you can check things off as you go, as well as meal prep guides and everything. So you can adopt this very same system that I have just explained. That means that you'll be cooking one batch cooking recipe per week. You'll be stashing meals inside your freezer and you can very quickly start benefiting from these no-cook days. We also have a really fantastic fun community on Facebook where I offer expert advice every day and we have these fun surprise events coming on and you can get it for as little as less than $10 a month. And there's also, um, you can cancel anytime. So basically you can just pop in, you know, you can try it for a couple of months. However. I'm also including a special offer just for listeners of Best Laid Plans, and they can come in just for a limited time with a one-week free trial. So they can come in for one week, completely free of charge, see if it's for them, pop in, download our, our pack, which includes the recipes, shopping lists, etc. for that fortnight. And if they decide it's not for them, most of them stay on. <laughs> they can just back out without being charged. But even if they decide to go for it, you know, for a season, and maybe they decide to stop for a summer, you can just cancel your subscription whenever it, one is comfortable. So really like the $10, you get it back. <laughs> You're saving way more than $10 really, even with just the shopping. And the mental load. The mental load is huge. Oh, that's load. awesome. Yeah. Well, I will definitely include a link to that in the show notes so people can check it out. And you are you on Instagram? Like where can people find you? Yes, I'm very active on Instagram. I love Instagram. <laughs> So I am on Instagram. You can find me at the underscore mama underscore manual. I'm on Facebook as well. If there are any moms who are on Facebook, um, it's at the mama manual without the underscore. Um, and you can also visit my website, which is the mamamanual.com. There's also my blog with a lot of resources and free tools. And the link to the free trial is the mamamanual.com slash free trial. Actually, when you're, um, your listeners 
go into the free trial and download the pack. In the meal plan that they will find inside the pack, there is my grandma's bolognese sauce recipe. And there's something that is probably worth signing up just yeah. for that. I can imagine. It quite regularly, and they just like the members. It's a very active group. They're like, bring it back. We want to do it again. Like the kids love it. We can make it into a thousand different meals. And there is also a tray bake, which is what you call a sheet pan, sheet pan meal. Right? Awesome. Sheet pan meal. So there's yes, like a 10 minute pan, recipe exactly. for a sheet pan meal. So I think they will be well pleased as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was so much fun chatting. Always love talking about food and planning and where that comes together. So this was great. Thank you, Sarah. It was a pleasure. Well, that was such a fun discussion. I thought it was so much fun to be able to speak with someone halfway across the world, still having so many of the same challenges that I have in my very own kitchen. So that was super cool. And I have a feeling that her recipes are probably absolutely delicious. And, you know, there are many meal planning services, apps, tools out there. And again, I don't think there's any one right tool for any one right person. And perhaps there might even be a seasonal tool that's right for you. Like you like to use, I don't know, a meal kit box in a certain part of the year and then a certain type of menu plan in the spring and then something else in the fall. So feel free to mix and match. That will also increase the variety in the different types of food your family is eating. And so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed Nikita's fresh perspective on how she does meal planning. I would love to hear how you do meal planning. I think this is something, I don't know, it's just so universal. And it's a place where things can either feel like they're working incredibly well, or there can be a lot of waste and stress. And so it is important to put some thought into it and find a way that works for your individual household. So would love to hear I don't know, positive and negative stories about how meal planning has worked for you in the past. And with that, I will be back next week on more planning adjacent fun. It has been a pleasure chatting all about food and meal planning this week. And as always, you can find the show notes as well as the offer code that Nikita talked about on theshoebox.com, T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com. If you are listening to this and it's a couple months after this aired, you can always find all the old show notes, by the way. Just go to the icon that says best laid plans and scroll down until you find the episode number and you will be able to find what you need to find. Um, I archive them all there. So they are there for your viewing pleasure even after the fact. All right. Keep those planner peace submissions coming. I am loving them and I will be back with more planner peace, planner news, planner matchmaking next week. Until then, have a wonderful Monday and enjoy your week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.